Hey, man. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, I, thanks for having me. Well, I apologize for the delay of yesterday. That's a little annoying, but it's oh, what don't it is. sweat it. Don't sweat it. <laughs> All right. We'll wait a couple minutes here. Uh, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Have uh, staying well? Yeah, you know, trying to keep as busy as I can. <laughs> yeah, I need, I know that or, feeling. As uh, most of us are. I think uh, so. Yeah, so uh, do you prefer uh, Gerard or... Oh, it's uh, Jared. Jared? Oh, I've been saying yeah. Gerard the whole time. My bad. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> so Jared, you said, yeah? Yes. Yeah, I've just never seen that spelling. That's why I was very curious. It's, uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually named after my grandpa. And uh, oh, he was nice. born with it spelled like the normal way, J-A-R-E-D. But uh, for whatever reason, he decided to change the spelling. Okay. Uh I don't know why, but <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's unique. I'll say that. It is. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I'll just get started here and more people will join in. Welcome people who are joined in and more people I'll be coming today. I'm joined by Jared from one in the chamber. I thank you for taking the time to join me today. Obviously Thanks yesterday that we had some dental issue, but I'm getting it sorted. So we're all good to go now. Um, but yeah, so uh, why don't you just start with giving me a summary of uh, your come up and what you got from one in the chamber from then to now? Yeah, uh, so one in the chamber, we're uh, we're a Toronto-based rock band. Um, we've been playing, uh, we've been together for the last five. We're coming up to five years now, which is crazy. Like looking back on that, it's that's it doesn't feel that long, but it's yeah. one of those, you know it, it kind of kind of hits you like wow, five years, but. Yeah, um, you know, we've been playing around Toronto and playing, uh, you know, shows across uh, Ontario as much as we can in the last few years. Uh, we put out like a demo EP a few years ago that we actually recorded in Boston and things like that. And uh, but yeah, you know, we're, we're a Toronto based rock band. Um, we really I would say like we really got started like with getting more serious with this stuff in 2018 when we put out our first music video for bills to pay um mm -hmm. we put out uh i call it our debut studio ep uh, i've got something to say that september and we recorded yeah. it at uh phase one studios with murray daigle and mike smith you know just a fantastic team of guys that yeah. put together a record that like completely blew myself away um Last year, we put out another music video for Itch and Back, which was off of that same EP. And then as of uh, like a week and a half ago, we just put out a brand new single, um, Blow. Yep. And uh, the music video was officially released uh, yesterday. Yes, I saw that. Congrats. How's the uh, response been? Good. I, I mean, you know, it's it's always kind of cool on release day. Like you you launch the video and you send out the link to to friends and family and, uh, you know, you you do you do all that stuff and you know it's really there's always like that sort of delay where you're waiting for like a response because you know you pour everything into making the song into writing it, recording it, performing it, mm -hmm. and you hope that people like it but like so far the response has been like really really great which you know we're obviously incredibly happy with mm -hmm. yeah we'll talk more about that later something i usually start with is uh start with giving me a show highlight for you guys like what's the one show that always just sets the bar for you guys and as well as like a business kind of related highlight 
a show highlight uh you know maybe it's because it's the last show we played but we all walked away from this one being like really happy with ourselves but we performed at uh it was our first show of 2020 it was the last show of 2020 so far <laughs> um, that's a lot of bands yeah yeah we we performed at um the belt festival in toronto at the hideout mm -hmm. and um it was opening night of the festival we had pretty good weather that week and then it decided to like snow heavily and we were like oh, this is the worst it's february it's cold it's snowing now you know but like the the venue started to kind of fill up and like we just performed and it was one of those moments where like looking at the videos the next day and looking at like people's stories like i was like wow like that's crazy that that's like i'm on stage with these with these musicians, these guys that are just such a fantastic caliber of musicianship. Um, you know, I looked, I, I texted our singer, Mike Biase that day. And I was like, dude, you're a fucking wild man. Like, you know, like all those singers that you live up to, like Steven Tyler, Robert Plant, like you were that last night, you know? And it, like that show for me, especially, like it just, it just felt amazing. Well, no, that's really good. And then uh, I'm glad to hear the show went well. Uh, I'm not too familiar with the bout, but I know, isn't it like a competition? It's like a thing? competition slash festival. Uh, it's like um, they do weekly showcases. Uh, they've The hideouts run it for the last, uh, I guess, three or four years now. And it's yeah. like they'll do three, four bands every Friday, Saturday night for... Uh, like two months or something like that and then they'll do a uh, sort of finals round and uh, you know I think it's fantastic for the venue it's one of my favorite venues to play in Toronto um, I think it's fantastic for all the bands that get to kind of interact and in, with each other and, and do all that and it's you know it's kind of in the middle of like a festival meets a uh, a competition yeah my my thing with the competitions it's like depending on how it goes because i've seen some competitions and i've seen some crowds get absolutely nasty to bands that they like that don't win and so yeah. that's why i'm always skeptical <laughs> of those kinds of things yeah but because I mean, community is huge especially and if the community is good then that's that's a positive impact yeah i mean i can't i can't speak much for the bout in that sense because it's such a massive competition like the list of bands that they get involved in this when you're doing every friday saturday for like two three months like it's huge right yeah uh every show that we've played at the bout every show that i've watched at the bout you know it's it's always been a very sort of uh communal thing it's very like i think the the team at the hideout does a fantastic job of bringing these bands together and they kind of do like a dinner before the doors open with all the bands. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I've never left as a performer or as, uh, as a concert goer being like, wow, like there, you could feel tension. Like it, it always just feels like a, a good night for music. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. And then, so what's uh what would you say is like one of your bigger business career highlights for you guys as of now? Probably, probably, um, after in, this would have been, I guess, October 2018, we got uh, an interview spot uh, live on CP24 Breakfast Television. Mm -hmm. um, that was pretty cool. I don't know quite how we <laughs> swung it, <laughs> but we did. And, you know, we were, it was crazy because, like, you get the email from, like, this person that you've never emailed before. 
and it's this massive email and you're reading through it and you, I, I almost forgot that I had sent them an email and I, you know, I, I don't know how it got through, but it did. And uh, we, you know, at first it's like, holy crap, we're going to be on TV. Wow, that's cool. And, you know, you prep and you, you, you get there early and they put you in this sort of uh, this, I guess, like, it's kind of like a conference room, but I guess it's like a green room. And there's just all these like little pictures across the walls of uh, like, just all these different people that have been there. And of course, like the one we spot first is like the one where like Metallica was on CP24. And we're like, whoa, and they're probably in this room with us. But you know, but like, it's, you know, it was really cool. And you know, you spend all this time thinking about it, because you're like, whoa, TV, right? Like actual TV. And like, it's, it, they sit you down on the couch you can see where they're filming the other news spot right there and and then it, it's it's over yeah no i uh, i have spent some time at the cp24 studios myself actually so i'm very familiar with everything you're just talking about and yeah the conference room is the room with like a million tvs on one side yeah yeah room. you can yeah. watch all the different news stuff going on at once yeah <laughs> yeah exactly that's what i love about that place um yeah no i love the guys who are with 24 they're always very hospitable and i'm very glad you guys got to have that opportunity they've they've had less bands on lately i've noticed which i find very interesting i don't know why i i don't know yeah i don't know if something's changed and also shout out to uh, mike from the jailbirds and andy from revived rose we're having a conversation in chat good for you hey guys how you doing uh so Who's there's a, there's something I always ask is like we all have those lists like when when we're doing shows is like oh I would love to perform a show with this band or do this kind of thing so like what's a band that's on your kill list what's a band that you guys want to support like uh, like a local band well no anything okay. possible you gotta set okay. your expectations high <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair uh man my what's what's great about one in the chamber is that my answer would be completely different from any of the other guys. Um, like for me, my favorite band is the Chili Peppers. And like, that would be like the dream come true. Like Chad Smith was the reason that I picked up the drums. You know, I watched him do a drum clinic in Oshawa. Uh, this was uh, when they were on the stadium Arcadium tour. And I was like 11, 12 years old. And and uh, at that point, I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I, I want to play the drums, right? So for me, the Chili Peppers would be the ultimate gig uh, or like the Rolling Stones. Oh, for sure. And, you know, like watching the Glorious Sons last summer open for the Rolling Stones, that was like, wow. Like, you know, the fact that they s selected only Canadian talent, you know, One Bad Sun, Sloan, mm -hmm. Beaches, uh, Glorious Sons. Like good on the Stones for making it a very Canadian thing, but like good on one bad one bad son and good on Glorious Sons for like getting like that. Like that's that's as big as it gets. Honestly, yeah, they they have a phenomenal team over at. Oh yeah, All absolutely really great. Um, so I saw I was reading through your bio. I was curious about you. It says you made an appearance at MGM Grand in Vegas. I was, I was a little <laughs> I was a little curious about what that was. Yeah. Um, so we were on a uh, we were we were uh, doing a bachelor party for our singer Mike. Uh, we went to Vegas, and the whole time we were there, like I knew, you know, the whole band was there. So we were like, we really want to play a show, and yeah. obviously, you you can't just 
book a show and not bring instruments. Like, you know, booking a show in advance was kind of out of the question. Yeah. Um, because who would who would who in their right mind would book four guys from Toronto who aren't bringing their instruments and who have never <laughs> done? You know what? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, but we managed to uh, meet some musicians at this bar in the MGM Grand. It was the hotel we were staying at. The bar was called Losers, mm -hmm. and uh, you know there were some guys that they were just playing. They were fantastic. Like the the ability, like being a drummer. I can definitely admire when um, musicians can go on stage and like not drummers because like guitar players, singers, piano players, when they could go on stage and someone walks up, puts like 20 bucks into a tip jar and says, play this song. And then they do it without probably maybe rehearse it at one point. Cause I'm sure they've got a list of, you know, popular music that goes out the front door. But the fact that they can just do that and play it so tightly was like, well, okay. Uh, so anyways, they took a quick break. We went and kind of spoke with them and they let us, they said, okay, you know what? You guys can go on stage and play one song. Go for it. So we go on, we go on stage, we play one song and, you know, we're getting off stage and they said, you know what? You can play one more song. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's in the bio because we did it. It wasn't like a show per se, but it was a lot of fun. On, but the thing is, though, that's still a fun story, and that's definitely something I would put in a bio if I yeah. was the show. Yes. Well, because it's so it, it piqued my interest enough where I'm kind of just like, okay, I need to know a bit more about that because <laughs> I just that there's something there that seems like a funny story. And uh, part of me was like, I feel like it might have been bachelor party related. And so <laughs> yes, when you said yes. that, I'm like, yes, got it. I love when that happens. All right, so the new single "Blow" the video looks great, production looks Thank great, you. the song sounds great overall. I'm curious on a marketing standpoint, how has the current current circumstances, obviously the outbreak and everything, affected promotion of the song itself? Because obviously a big thing with bands, especially at this level, are going out and doing shows to promote the song and promote the single, promote mm -hmm. the video, and all that. So, like, I just I'm curious what your your team's approach was at promoting the new track well i mean we're i'm still figuring it out uh we're still working on that a lot um that seems to be the big question because uh um you know we got uh the factor grant last summer to mm. to record and release new music uh which we were incredibly grateful for so you know we've been long-term planning 2020 since summer 2019 and uh you know we wanted to put out a single early march to kind of kick off sorry late march to kind of kick off the year mm -hmm. and you know by the time january had come we had booked a show at uh toronto's sneaky d's yep. um for uh, a single release show with uh, a minor productions we had uh jailbirds on the on the lineup uh grand format and southern smoke and you know following the news it was kind of like oh i don't know if this is going to happen sort of thing and then events started getting canceled and you know naturally uh, and very obviously understandably the the show was canceled mm -hmm. right um at that point though we had only advertised it as a single the music video was going to kind of be a surprise yeah um so we decided to kind of hold back on the video for a little bit let the single kind of just uh exist for a, a week or week and a half and then kind of surprise everyone with the video, kind of tease it 
throughout the week leading up to it and, and release it uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, not playing shows is a big uh, obstacle when it comes to promotion because the best and the cheapest form of promoting your new song and video is going to, uh, you know, playing shows everywhere that you can play shows and, you know, connecting with people, connecting with the audience and, and talking about this and, you know, getting people to organically look up the, the video, look up the song and listen to it, watch it, send it to their friends, right? Um, so we're working on that. Um, right now, we're actually working with Tag Publicity, who is kind of doing a little bit more of the PR stuff uh, with us to help kind of spread word on the video and the single. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're a fantastic team. This is our first time working with them as a band. I've worked with the the the, uh, the PR reps from Tag a number of times as a, a writer because um, I write uh, music reviews for the Spill magazine. And uh, they typically just support really good artists (laughs) so you know i'm pretty familiar with them and you know when they kind of approached us to work together on this project it made sense yeah well i'm glad that you guys are figuring it out and you are right the best way to promote to someone is essentially going and telling them in their face to do something yeah exactly loud with a lot of amps and you know usually a singer yelling it into their face yeah yeah with a megaphone yeah 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 (laughs) does he actually use the megaphone uh, we used the megaphone once uh, at a show, and it was really cool because it also has the siren feature. And you know, we we've got this one song called "Something to Say," and it has um, a really slow, sort of sludgy verse and a really uh, fast, abrupt chorus that kind of comes out of nowhere. And he, you know, he would sing part of the song in the megaphone at this one show, and then he he would turn on the siren for the really chaotic parts. And I, I felt it really added to it. But no, we, we tend not to because it's not the most friendly thing with mics and PA systems and <laughs> and stuff. But in terms of like, looking cool, it, it did its job. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you're talking about you guys were planning your 2020 and summer 2019, getting factor involved and all that. Um, so how much do you think of your 2020 plans can still be salvaged? Like, let's say in a hypothetical world, we get through this and we're about halfway through the summer. Like, let's say we're in mid-July by the time we're actually able to start doing stuff again. So, like, yeah, what... I mean, in a in a perfect world, uh, you know, it's safe to go out again. It's safe to put on events and and things like that. By uh, I think the city of Toronto put it to June thirtieth. Yeah, and uh, if that's the case, and it's not, um, you know, it's not actually putting anyone in danger to to do this. Uh, summer 2020 uh you know it's it's one of those things it's it's really weird because things are tentatively booked right now show wise Mm -hmm. but no one wants to announce it as of yet and venues and people are saying like okay we'll put this date down but we could completely cancel whenever it's like yes of course understandably but uh, if things get better by, say, the end of June, you know, we're hoping to have, uh, you know, a, a good string of shows throughout uh, Toronto on, and Ontario, hopefully get into Quebec through uh, July and 
August and, uh, you know, hopefully get some new, some new music going as well throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Is there any plans of a new record or are you kind of just doing the single campaigns or what are you uh, Right now it's just, it's just blow. It's just the single and the music video, but we are working on new music. Okay. Uh, so what, what have you guys been up to in quarantine? Like, has there been a lot of writing? Has there been a lot of resting, a lot of enhancing skills? Like what, what's been, what's been used? In, uh... Uh, you know, I think, I think we're all at different points here with, with that. Um, for myself, it's been a lot of figuring out a lot of hypothetical plans of like, okay, if this is lifted in June, this is what we can do. If it's not, this is so, for me, it's been a lot of sorting out the plans. I know uh, Cecil, Eugene, our guitar player, he's been, you know, writing things and sending us little clips and stuff. And, you know, they're always fantastic. Um, myself, though, like outside of the band, like it's been a lot of reading. It's been a lot of, uh, you know, walks, things like, things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about new skills necessarily, but yeah. Yeah. So something else I'm curious about with Structured's bands, because I notice a big point you guys make is that you are 100% independent. Yes. So my, 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 my thing I always find fascinating when I'm talking to any band is I'm curious how the structure works. Like who is responsible for what in terms of the band's operation, management, booking, marketing, graphics, yeah. like all that kind of stuff. I'm curious, like how, how does your guys' structure work? So, um, when it comes to the creative side of things like that is a that is 100% all four of us you know we all we all write we all have lots of different ideas and when we first started the band often like Cecil or um, our bassist Christian Dotto they would be bringing in like full songs that they were working on before the band formed and we'd be like okay cool sounds good and we'd learn the parts and we'd play them um, but in the last like I'd say three years or so, you know, it was less about bringing in complete songs for the band. It was more about bringing in like, hey, here's this riff or this chord progression, uh, this melody. And usually it, it comes together uh, very organically in the rehearsal space. Um, you know, Cecil will play like a line and, you know, Chris or myself will kind of join in and if, it sits well, you know, the four of us will end up jamming on this idea for, you know, 10, 20 minutes and we'll be like, okay, well, how do we get from point A to point B or, you know, and it's a very organic process um, on the creative side. Um, in terms of management, that, uh, that falls to me. Uh, so I typically do the, like the booking and the, the, all that sort of stuff. Um, when it comes to sort of outsider help, like when I say we're independent, I mean like we, you know, we are self-managed, self-promoting, uh, self-booking, uh, no label sort of thing, right? Yep. Uh, we do have a team, like a, I guess like a network of people that we tend to work with. Um, for example, uh, both uh, our, la our studio EP, um, I've got something to say and blow. Both of them were recorded with Murray Daigle and Mike Smith at Phase One Studios. You know, we were so blown away with the first EP that uh, when it came down to working on new music, uh, you know, Murray was the first guy that I called. Mm -hmm. um, with the music videos, uh, we met uh, video director Diego uh, Perez. Uh, we met him 
Chris met him, uh, I guess, about three years ago. Um, he was a film student who was interested in doing music videos. And, you know, we sent him some stuff. And since then, we've only ever worked with Diego. He, he uh, directed and shot the Bills to Pay music video. Um, he sort of directed and shot the Itch and Back video. And he brought along uh, Kathleen Fober uh, along and she pr helped produce it and edit it with them. And uh, again, for this video, you know, they were the only people we considered. We called them up and, uh, you know, they're, they're fantastic at what they do. They listen to our ideas and with Bills today, we kind of had a set idea and they ran with it. And um, with this one, we just kind of knew we wanted the neon lights and all that. And we wanted to uh, have that sort of that really modern uh, aesthetic to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, and from there, they went, right? Um, Itch and Back was a completely different story. We had zero ideas. We just knew we wanted to do a video. And, you know, we, that's exactly how we approached Diego with it. And he's like, okay, cool. He's like, I have an idea. He sent us the idea. I don't remember what it was. And then the day of the shoot, he's like, we're scrapping that idea completely. This is what we're doing. I don't have time to explain it to you guys. We're just going to do it. And, you know, the video turned out fantastic. So... <laughs> You know, they, they know what translates well to film. I don't, but, you know, we, we like working with the same people that we can um, for these sort of projects when we can. Yep. Well, it's good to have that network of people that you can always pull back yeah. on and build. Like, obviously, outsourcing is vast majority of what this industry is about. So it's great that you have those people in place that, you know, like, okay, we're going to record a song. We know who to call this guy. We're going to do a really sick video that we want to look like this. We know who to call. Like, that's really great that you guys have those people in place, as well as you guys, I will say you make a lot of noise for a band that doesn't have management or agency behind you, which is a really strong thing. Not a lot of bands can say that. Thank you. Because I've been aware, I've been aware of you guys for probably quite, probably a few years. I've probably been aware of you since 2017. Okay. Yeah. Realistically. So I've, I've, I've been aware of the, the noise you're making, which is, and it's great. And I'm loving all the stuff. And I love this kind Thank of rock you. just because. Sometimes you just need to put on some rock, just gets you pumped up where it kicks <laughs> yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And that's and that's definitely what especially with Blow, that song just made me get really pumped up and just really hyped. And your vocalist is very strong. He's a very strong He's vocalist. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably one of the best voices in Toronto I've heard in a while. Really? I, okay. I think so, yeah. He doesn't have Instagram, so he's not watching, but I will definitely tell him yeah, that. Pass it on. <laughs> All right, so we're getting close to wrapping it up here. Uh, three acts that people should check out. What do you think? Uh, do you want? Let's keep it local. Um, sure. Three. Oh, it's tough to cut it down to three. Um, oh, you're putting me on the spot. Uh, Drop one. Top Alibi is fantastic. Yes, love um, those we've guys. Played, we've played with them uh, quite a few times, and mm -hmm. you know they're great band, great great group of guys um jailbirds also fantastic uh i remember i guess it was around early 2018 i hadn't met mike and he just shot me a message with their music asking to me to review it and like i put that ep on and i went out and shoveled the snow and i think we were in a, it was a big blizzard and i think i shoveled I think I got to listen to it like three times in in that snow snow shovel and I was like blown away. Yeah. Um I mean now I'm just going through the list of people that you've done these interviews but you <laughs> you've picked good people, right? Mike with Jailbirds, uh Andy with Revive the Rose, like Revive the Rose is 
I I don't know how he does all of this at the level that he does it because they're also entirely independent more so than I'd say most people are and yeah. you know and they're a fantastic band we get to play with them but you know just fantastic band again great great group of guys mm-hmm. it's tough to narrow it down you know <laughs> no that's good those those are three great ones obviously yeah. revive rose joe birds uh what was the first one you said again i forgot sorry drop top alibi yes drop top alibi those guys did did they win rock search i'm trying yes to... they yes, won they rock did. search last year yes. yes i was trying to remember because like, that name sounded very familiar and i really like those guys so that's why i wanted to remember that all right so uh Jared, thank you for taking no, the time to you. join me today. So where can people find you? Where all the links? Uh, all one in the chamber. You can follow us on all social media. It's uh, just the initials at OITC band. Um, you'll find us on Facebook, one in the chamber, right? Instagram, uh, the website, uh, www.oitcband.com. Uh yeah and we're you know music's all across all the uh digital platforms uh we're probably most prominent on spotify i think and um of course youtube yeah well uh everyone thank you for tuning in checking in people coming in now whatever this is going to be uploaded to the ml group facebook page jared thank you once again for joining well, thank me. you yeah uh, was for, awesome. this, for this tuesday edition of a chat with matt tomorrow i'll be joined by maddie k from billy ranger and then on friday with paul from the lat classic so uh thank you once again jared we will see everyone around have a good day thank you thank you